This episode of Missy Unfiltered is brought to you by Pizza Rock Las Vegas. a picture of this beautiful girl drinking champagne on a private jet i thought damn wouldn't that be nice maybe if i looked like that i could have done that in another lifetime i have this friend that told me she hates living alone because she never has anyone to eat with and i thought oh my god give me one day of living alone i've never lived alone ever <laughs> and i wish i would have tried it before obviously marriage and babies Sometimes I look at other people's lives in envy, envious of the money, their body, the experiences they get to have. But some of those people have told me that they look at me with envy, with my family, the love that I have, the life that I have. Two things, the grass is not always greener and just because someone is winning doesn't mean you lose. I always feel like I have to start off my podcast by saying how much I love my life, my husband and my kids. I know that, but when I make these podcasts to talk about real life shit, I have to dig deep and look at every angle because you as the listener, you know, you might be like me or you might be like that girl drinking champagne on a jet because although that girl looks happy, which she probably fucking is like she's on a jet going God only knows where that girl might be missing true companionship. That girl might want kids and not be able to have them. That girl might be ready to settle down and have twin girls that terrorize her every day. I know the girl who hates eating alone has a great life. She has many friends and gets to have many experiences that I can't. She has the freedom to do anything she could possibly come up with in her mind. She just hasn't met a man that's worth settling down for. But that doesn't mean that that's not the end goal for her at some point. I remember in quarantine, I had another friend that I would check up on every few days. I told her how chaotic my house is. You know, everyone's home all the time. And, you know, she said that sounded nice because she was so lonely. Let me clarify that I have four adults in my house and toddler twins. How the fuck are you not enjoying watching Netflix all day by yourself? Which reminds me, before I had kids, I would hear how moms would like ask for a day in bed for Mother's Day. I totally get it now. This year I laid in bed and ate donuts and I watched that Valentine's Day movie on Netflix and it was fucking incredible. But we never really know how another person feels like for real. Think back like way before social media, before we put on these big shows for our fans. Who did you know or who did you think that you knew? You know, you can you come in contact with people at school or work or whatever and you know what they tell you, you know what you see with your own eyes, but how many people did you go to high school with that you never knew they were gay until like 10 years after school and we you became Facebook friends and it's like this legit happened to me like a month ago. <clears throat> this guy I was super cool with for years like all through high school. Um he said something about being gay on Facebook and I never knew it. Not that it matters or anything, but like he never said it when we were in school together. I never saw that he was dating anybody or anything like that. So I just didn't know. But how many of you listening to this podcast thought that you knew me, you know, and you were surprised by the things that I've said or the views that I have on things? You know, if you did, <laughs> do you still envy me knowing all the crazy shit that I've seen and gone through? You know, you truly have to walk out another mile or two in somebody's shoes to know who they are. But just by looking someone um, on Facebook or Instagram, looking at a picture, you know, we think we know everything. For all I know, that girl on the jet going to Dubai, she might be having a fucking Saudi prince take a dump on her chest. 
I'm not so jealous of her if that's the case. Every year we have this compliance meeting before pool season starts. Um, one year we had this guest speaker. She was a victim of human trafficking. And, you know, she told us her story. She said that she was targeted. Like they knew what was going on like in her life and they held her at gunpoint and kidnapped her. They told her her daughter's name, her address and said, if you don't do what we say, we're going to kill you and your kids. And, you know, she was taken states away, drugged and pimped out for years. And like you get this mentality when that happens to you. It's like a Stockholm syndrome. You know, you do anything to protect your pimp or your captor or whatever, because that's who feeds you and keeps you alive. You know, and the point of this speech was to tell you to keep an eye out for like prostitutes and stuff in the clubs, because a lot of the times they are victims of human trafficking and they might be protecting someone, you know, so their kid doesn't get killed or, you know, whatever the personal situation is. And it just gives you kind of like a perspective on things because, you know, you would look at these girls, you know, when they're working in the club and stuff and you think, okay, there's just another hooker trying to make money which sometimes in reality, like she might not have chose that life and she's forced into sex work. You know, I'm not saying every hooker is a victim. I've seen, I've seen plenty of girls who are more than willing to be doing what they're doing. And you know, what do they say on that show Peaky Blinders? Everyone's a whore, Grace. We just sell different parts of ourselves. God, I love that movie, show, whatever. Um, oh, I heard of this rich guy who has a foot fetish, right? And he legit has no sexual desire to touch women anywhere but their feet. He wants to give pretty girls his money and worship their feet. Think about this. Would you as a woman let someone rub your feet for money? Better yet, as a man, <laughs> would you let your wife or girlfriend get their feet rubbed for money? I'm not talking $100. I'm talking $1,000. How far would you take a situationship with a strange and very rich man who made it very clear he doesn't want to have sex with you? And how would you even know this about another person? You know, we look at people every day in real life or a photo and you would never know who they really were. Like how shocked were you when you started hearing about priests like diddling little children or like the subway guy with his kitty porn fetish, like someone we look at every Sunday in church, someone we see on TV every fucking day selling footlongs. You know, what about the dude from Cleveland who kept those girls hostage in his basement for 10 years, 10 years, like this motherfucker kidnapped his daughter's friend and then had the audacity to join the search party when they were looking for her. You know, I'm assuming the daughter, she couldn't have been living with him because like, how could you miss that? But like to be a neighbor of his, to live next to this guy for years and years, and he has three women locked up in his house and you have no idea. Or Ted Bundy, like he had a girlfriend when he was out killing girls. Like, how do you not see this? It's bad enough when you're in like a relationship and there's an affair going on and you don't know about it, but like serial killings, like, how long can you pretend to be someone that you're not? You know, have you ever put on a show to get someone's attention, pretended to be into something more than you actually were just to get a guy or a girl's attention? You know, what about in the workplace? I've seen people legitimately start following and studying certain things just to be able to hold like an intellectual conversation with their boss. It's not a terrible idea. Like, I think it's important to be good at your job and then also like easy to get along with and talk to. Like my direct boss, he's probably one of my favorite people ever. And I'm not just saying that, like if he ever left Dre's, I'd, I'd have to just follow him because like he's who I talk serial killers and headlines with. Not that like I read about serial killers just because he does, but like that's who I talk to about those things. And like I take an interest in that, but you know, think about people who do it just because they're trying to connect with their boss. Like think about it, you can pretend to be anyone that you wanted. Like I had this conversation with a friend the other day as an employer, do you really think that I fact check a resume? Like interviewing cocktail waitresses, like I check out their Instagram, I see 
where they've worked, you know, how they promote the other venues that they worked at. I might ask around like to a couple of people if I know someone who worked with them, but not every time. But do you think I'm calling like whatever university in whatever small town to see if you have a degree? Like the only time I think people actually verify details like that is like, like a resume when you're doing a top security job or like trying to be a politician or something. But I know we all like, we check to see if you have like a criminal record, obviously, because you're dealing with so much cash and alcohol. Like you have to have like, you know, a gaming card to make sure you're not gonna rob the place or whatever. And I don't recommend like making up details like that, like that used to date an athlete or used to manage a club in Miami, because honestly, Vegas is like the six degree game. You know, someone knows someone who knows someone that can verify that you're full of shit, you know, if they really cared to check. But if like the optics look right and you're in a place that no one knows you, you could bullshit your way right through the night. Like I hung out with this group last week. There was a spender, you know, obviously he had money and gambled, but his friend made it very clear that he had no money and he was in a cop from whatever small town he was from. Like, and that can go a couple ways because, you know, you could lie and say like, oh, I'm a cop. So maybe people feel comfortable around you. Like they feel like they're safe and they go back to your room or whatever. You know, like that would be awful, obviously. Or you could be, you know, you could lie and say that you're wealthy too. And you can have girls all over you the whole night. But, and if you don't have social media or anything and you're not, you know, people aren't able to check and see like, you know, if you are really are who you say you are, you know, no one will ever know. It's just all optics. But if you want to be weird in 15 different ways, I think you should own it. You know, like that foot fetish man, he owned it. He has no problem saying I have a foot fetish. But unfortunately in this society, there's just so much taboo when it comes to people's fetishes and whatever they're into. Like if you're a pedophile or anything like that, like you're just a sick fuck and that's not what I'm talking about. But if you like feet or you like to get pegged or you like to bark or whatever, you know, do you boo boo, <laughs> you know, cause there's, there's probably a quite a few other weirdos out there that are into that too. So you just gotta go find them, you know? Even if you're beautiful, you love champagne and you not like, you know, you like a nice hot Carl in Dubai, that's your choice. And no one can take away your dignity, but you. You can hear me when it's over, what's up? You can hear me when it's over, what's up?